Hello, my name is Hedwig Jachtegger. I treat dental fear. I'm an adventurer and a Norona ambassador. Welcome to Norona Podcast. My name is Ivan Eitzlot. In Norona Podcast, we want to inspire you and facilitate great adventures in nature by meeting exciting people and telling fascinating stories. You are now listening to the second part of our conversation with Hedvig Jartaker, the youngest woman to have reached the South Pole alone. The first night in your tent yeah. in the Antarctica. Yeah. What what was that like? My first night, I think a little bit messy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing had the the right place uh, in the tent. Nothing was in control really. Uh, I think I might have had some wind and I had been very emotional earlier on the day when yeah. I finally when we've been waiting for the the plane to leave um to the starting point at Hercules Inlet mm-hmm. for, for what was it three or four days and um when the call finally came it was like nah it's gonna be no you don't mean it <laughs> I don't believe you yes we're going and we're going now so you have to hurry okay and so I got stressed and I realized that there was other people going on expeditions as well, and some of them were in our group or mm-hmm. with other people, mm-hmm. and I felt um, envious. I, I, yeah. I wished I had someone to to take the burden off me. You regretted the whole solo part <laughs> of the expedition. Yes, or in, <laughs> I can't imagine at, at that point, at least I would have. Yeah. <laughs> So I I think uh, I cried a little when when the plane left behind me mm-hmm. and I was uh, like really alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got like a coughing. Um, I had to go on antibiotics um, on day two. Ah. Yeah. Um, so you got a bad cold and started yeah, to cough. Yes, a bad cold. Uh, Lungebetänelse. Yeah. <laughs> Femenia so, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was a tough start mm. not so good and there's a lot of uphills and a lot of bad wind in the starts so and the pulk is the, at the heaviest so uh, it was tough but yeah. uh, I talked to Berge Uslan before I left and he said just get through the 10 12 first days and you'll be fine so, so just, you talked to Berge Uslan yeah. the, the Norona ambassador with all that experience yes, before you left yeah just briefly in yeah. Bergen, uh, but I really, really hung on to to that um, yeah. advice because it's easier to think I'm just going on for those ten days, yeah. and then I can think of the rest forty afterwards. days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that really helped me. <laughs> so you came through the first ten days, mm-hmm. and you have to just explain for us how how does a normal day as a solo polar explorer look like. <laughs> Well, it starts with an, with an alarm, just as a, at home. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we need that to get up. Yeah. Um, How early? Uh, I I started with seven. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes it got eight, and then I tried to get it back to seven, and sometimes it was nine. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's the thing I wanted to say. It's that's hard. human. Very yeah, human. It is human, and also with the solo, because there's no one waiting for me. Mm. And there's no one who really cares if I ski for nine hours or 12 hours. Mm. It's It all comes out to me. Mm. Uh, so it's a lot about discipline. And uh, that's the thing, the second thing that happens, you have to get out of the sleeping bag. And that is really, really warm. I actually got the pleasure to try a new prototype from Norona, a sleeping ah, bag. The winter the prototype. Winter, yes. And oh boy, it was amazing. This is not even like uh, to promote the product. It was. This just, is not a commercial. It's no, true. <laughs> it's true. It was. I have been sleeping so comfortable yeah. and been warm in Antarctica, and I didn't think I would. So to get out of it, <laughs> not so comfortable because no. then it's cold, right? So that takes a lot of um, willpower. Yeah. Um, and then get the stove going, melting snow to water so I can have my oatmeal and then starting the dressing process. <laughs> a lot of equipment that has to go on. Mm, and then saying to myself, okay, Hedwig, let's do this. What is the plan for today? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the goal? And then on with the goggles, out we walk. Okay. So... I started with 15 minutes walking and then 10 minutes rest in the start just to get the body going. After a while, I found that uh, an hour on skis was okay and then five minutes breaks because it was too cold to stand still for mm. longer. So that's worked for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that uh, <laughs> again and again and again until I reached my um, kilometers or the hours that I wanted to ski that day. Yeah. And then I end the day with calling to the security team okay. um, to tell my position in case of an emergency. And for how long? Many hours? Like 10 hours a day? or? I started, like I said, because I was sick and all that. So maybe six hours in the start. Mm-hmm. And then I went up to eight and 10 and then 12 and 13 by the end. Oh. Yeah. It's long days. Yeah. On on my feet. You know, you, you never sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sit now. Sit down at all. No. Not at all. Not you at just all. keep standing. Yes. I know other people do sit down, but uh, I just got so cold. Mm. So cold. <laughs> it was better to stand. <laughs> but on the roughest days, what did you say to yourself? Just keep going. Yeah. You know what? I found myself sometimes... Uh, like my my mind wanted wanted to walk wanted to get further mm-hmm. but my body just stopped like I couldn't control it it just stopped I, it's like it was telling me no Hedwig I'm done <laughs> it's then, over it's over I don't want this anymore <laughs> uh, and I tried to tell it come on we have to do it and then the thing that I always come come back to thinking was. Um, Alan Cogge's advice to me as well. Yeah. Uh, he says, any trip you can take, whichever, however crazy, tough it may be, uh, it's all about putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So take a big thing and smaller, 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 and take it to the to the roots of the thing. It's just one foot in front of the other. A great philosophy from another great yes. Norwegian polar explorer. It is. And... It worked so well because I was 
stopping <laughs> or maybe hanging a little bit on my poles and thinking, oh, boy, it's a long day left. Yeah. And then um, just remembering, okay, I'll, I'll put one foot in front of the other and then you'll see the other one follows along. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's extremely cold down there. And I heard that you got some frostbites. Yes, I did. Uh, I have some problems with my fingers from before. Uh, I have um, bad circulation to the fingers. It's, it's like a um, medical condition, okay. um, which I was aware of <laughs> before I left. Yeah. So I brought the Arctis uh, uh, gloves that Bergoslan designed, and they worked very good in Antarctis as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also inside of that, I had to have some hand warmers yeah. on the very coldest day because I couldn't uh, produce my own warmth, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I needed external. So that worked. But on a very tough day, I had some uh, problems with my GPS and um, I uh, took my glove off. Okay. And I touched it and it has a, a metal thing on it. So um, I think I... It's like almost like you burn mm. when you touch something warm in the oven, for example. So I got that on my fingers. And also I got something that is called polar thigh, which is uh, the same cold injury on the inside of the thigh, which okay. is normal, especially for women. So um, doesn't sound comfortable. At all. <laughs> no, it starts with just a, like a little wound and then it can expand if you don't take care of it. Mm. But I put on the the knickers and the down skirts mm -hmm. and then took very good care of it so it actually didn't get any worse oh that's good yeah <laughs> but was there any point where you wanted to like just sit down and give up yes i guess a lot of times but not not really give up not no. not really push the button never been that close but there's been a lot of tears <laughs> yeah yeah and emotional days. emotional very emotional and many of that has been as a process of grief of my mother mm -hmm. and also many um memories that come up to your mind when you don't have anyone to talk to or anything to distract uh, uh, distract distract, distract your mind with mm. i can already feel it now coming back there's so many things I can do all the time. Um, but in Antarctica, I was happy just sitting, standing still and just looking out, not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, I never wanted to give up. Um, there was also always some sort of hope and and also the, the simple things mm. in Antarctica. It's, I know that, okay, I'm very tired, I'm very emotional, I'm very sad this moment but maybe in 10 minutes we'll see how it goes and then okay. i'll try to see again <laughs> a little later and i also know that every day i can put up my tent and i can sleep in a warm sleeping bag mm. and i can have a hot meal mm. and <laughs> at the end of the day that's really all that matters <laughs> <laughs> but there was a point you told us where you lost contact with the outside world for like three days or something mm. Uh, due to, was it a broken solar panel? Yes. And uh, how did that affect you, to just lose that contact? I, 
it's a, it's a slowly process, you know, because you, you see, okay, it's not working, um, power bank not working and mm. empty. Okay, I have 15% on this device, 30 on that device, and then you know it's going to go down, mm. especially because of the cold. Mm. Um, like I told you, I'm, I'm new with the compass. It's mm. not really a hard thing when you're only going south, but... Um, you still have to learn it. Yeah, you have and to use it. Yes, <laughs> and it would. It was very nice to check with the GPS that I was doing right. Mm. So when I lost the GPS and then the backup GPS, I was not very confident. No. <laughs> um, and there was some really bad weather, really really cold. That's when I got the cold injury on my fingers, mm-hmm. and I had been feeling a little sick, uh, cramps in my stomach, and I. I felt scared. I did mm. uh, for some for a moment um, when I knew that I was out there and there was so incredible many kilometers to someone that could help me mm-hmm. if something were to happen, and I wouldn't be able to tell them that something had happened. And then, if you are on top of your mind and you're well rested and and full stomach and everything is good, you can think that the possibility of something happening is quite low. Mm. Um, and I had been doing great for so many days up to that, you know, almost 50 days. So um, I think it was the the tired Hedvig who's been on yeah. a solo expedition for a long time. The that fatigue. The fatigue and the, the head spin mm. and also the other people around me when I told my family and, and boyfriend and also ALE, the, the company that runs with the security that um, it's gonna, I'm going to lose contact, uh, of course they were worried mm. and um, they would call it an emergency, the, the security company, if they lost contact with me. Okay. So that made, made me think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what we did is just... Uh, they were going to fly a plane from Union Glacier to South Pole, and then on the way they dropped a new solar panel to me okay. from the air. So yes. they have kind of a routine. If it, if you don't give any contact, it's an emergency, and then they fly out and help you. Yes. So if they now that they knew that it was only the solar mm. panel, they could just give me that. But if it's no contact, just out of the blue, yeah. then it's an emergency. And then they come to yeah. get you. Yeah, and that was something that I was very um, happy with mm. for myself, but also because I had promised my family that we are not going to lose anyone else no. in the family. So I had promised them that I would get back home. Yeah, and um, then the security and having the the option to get help for small and big things that was very important to me. So even though. I had to sort of get support from the outside world. I still feel very like calm with the decision. And I also got some comments on it when I got back to, to the team that they were very happy that I chose safety. Mm. Yeah. You chose safety before the unsupported Correct. honor of being... Yeah, but who really alone. cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm going to live many sure, more lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure your boyfriend and your the rest of your family yeah. really, really liked that you said yes to the help. Yes, 
they did. They were very happy. <laughs> you have said that this journey felt like some kind of a roller coaster. Yeah. What did you mean by that? <laughs> well, it goes up and down and <laughs> here and there <laughs> through like some uh, faster mm-hmm. than at home, I felt. Like just through one hour, mm. I could have been to all the corners of my mind. <laughs> so uh, very uh, a, f- a fun, fun journey. Really. You really get to know yourself. I really get to know myself, and I really get the things things through. And it's also very fun to see, like I told you, the, the memories that comes up, like from when I was a child, just playing with my sisters. What we what we did, I, I would never think of that in my day to day life. No. Um, and also the the bad memories and things that I have not wanted to think about mm. um, that I think it is important to face and and process so that maybe I won't have a midlife crisis. <laughs> so South Pole is some kind of a big uh, therapy. For me it was. Yeah. Maybe not for everyone, but I was uh, aware of it and I was also I decided before that if the emotions come, I'm going to let it. Mm -hmm. So um, at times when I was crying uh, because I was missing my mother, I just stopped and and cried loudly for the time that I needed it to. And Mm. then it it stops. Yeah. And then you feel better. While at home, if you're in the grocery store, you can't just stop and start (laughs) crying, you know? So You can, but it's a little (laughs) bit strange. Yeah. (laughs) So... To me, it's been very good therapy, but also a very good way to know myself better. Yeah. And it builds uh, a stronger mind and a stronger mm. body and personality, I mm. think. Did you bring any luxury on this trip? Any favorite movies or music or chocolate? <laughs> yeah, of course, I brought Norwegian uh, chocolate. Yeah. 200 grams every day. That's a lot. <laughs> 200 grams every day? Yes. I haven't been eating it since I got home. <laughs> Can you continue with that? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> not routine. now, no. <laughs> then I will get Sounds there. <laughs> like a great routine. Yeah. Uh, it was tasteful. <laughs> um, I'm very big fan of music and... Mm, it was also a luxury to have some movies, but it only lasts um, a month before the the apps stop working. Okay. So uh, I, I I saved the good ones, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and then one day the app didn't work. <laughs> What's the favorite movie you got to see in the out there in the tent? Oh, I actually went when I decided which one to bring. I went with the ones I have seen, so I knew that they were happy ending and <laughs> yeah. feel-good things. So not Titanic? No, no. I actually watched uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah? And I found that to be... With Tom Hanks? Yeah, a, a good one, because it's like a, an adventure yeah. of his life. Um, a but box I, full of chocolates? Yeah. <laughs> um and also the Christmas movie, The Holiday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good Just one. to get in the mood. <laughs> yeah. But now that you've reached your goal and you are home safe, mm. how do you plan on celebrating? Ah. Well, it's going to take a lot of celebrations mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've been away for many days yeah. and also both Christmas and New Year's. And I miss some birthdays. 
So I have already started to have had some champagne. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I have eaten my favorite dinner and I am working my way through seeing everyone I've been missing. That's good. Yeah. So actually I've been thinking about maybe hosting a big party just to celebrate not Antarctica, not South Pole, not a birthday, just life <laughs> celebrate life itself yes it sounds like a cliche i know <laughs> but just why should we have to, to have a reason just well it sounds like a good idea yeah champagne party <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah go for it yeah would you go back would you do all the 50 days to the south pole once again i would have i would have done it again if i hadn't but like to do the same thing twice i have never done no and it's not something that falls natural to me so i Actually, now I feel like I have mastered a big uh, ski expedition challenge mm. and I loved it and I want to keep doing it. But I find it also very important to keep learning new things. Mm. So I could also, I could always get a lot better at the polar cold regions, but um, it would give a lot to life to learn how to sail, for example, or to kite or to yeah, yeah surf, something else. Not so, the North Pole. No, I think it's melting up there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, Even worse conditions, I've heard. Yes, yes. No, I don't know. Uh, I'm not ready to, to, to share any plans yet. But uh, obviously, uh, my list is long. But, um, <laughs> but like it's not official yet. No, it's not official. It's mine. Okay. <laughs> and and it's I think it's important that it is a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. You brought a lot of uh, Norona clothing. I did. To this uh, great expedition. Yes. And one of the items, you have to tell us more about it, the jacket. <laughs> the jacket. My think jacket with extra uh so what we did is I took the Norana Trollwagen pink jacket to Greenland in May. Yeah. And I was very, very happy with it. A normal Norana Trollwagen pink jacket. Pink jacket. It doesn't have to be a crazy. It, the, the jacket is so robust in itself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a special one for Greenland. I was told by Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Vincent um, Colliard. Vincent Colliard, also, also. Norana. Yeah. And, and also polar explorer. Yes. And he says travel light. And I said, yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that. And it worked very well for me. So I wanted to take the jacket to Antarctica as well. But I knew that the winds down there in the cold would be a real challenge. Mm -hmm. And I needed something to go beyond my um, my waist and yeah. further down to my my thighs. Because Trollwagen is originally a climbing jacket, right? Yeah. With room for the harness. Correct. Just yes. below the... Yes. So it stops um, around the waist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think I just came to the office here in Oslo and I talked them through the idea. And the amazingly talented sew and design team at Norona helped me with um, adding a, a little bit of um, extra material so that we made the jacket longer. Mm -hmm. And that so that it would cover my thighs and my bum from the from the cold and the wind. Yeah, um, a longer version. Yes, exactly. And we also made some storm flaps. Yeah, uh, over the zippers. Mm -hmm. 
And um, yeah, that was actually it. But so you it have was, a unique jacket. I do. <laughs> and I'm very, very proud of it. Maybe we should just make a lot of more of them just sell South Pole jackets. Yes. I have been thinking a lot about that as well <laughs> down there because, uh, you know, I have, it was perfect for me, the jacket down there, but there's still things that we can adjust. Mm -hmm. There's always something to get better at, you know. So now I have tried it again and again and again for uh, 49 days. Yeah. I know exactly what works and where I needed some adjustments. So um, I have some some, some tips if they want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is there any other advice to people that uh, dream the same dream that you had? Oh, yes. Go like uh, to go to the South Pole or go on a big expedition. Yes. The advice is go for it. <laughs> <laughs> a simple advice. Yeah, it is. And it's easy, too easy. But I found that many people want to help. Mm. But uh, for me, it was hard to know what to ask because I was so new and the world was so new to me. Mm -hmm. If you listen to everyone, it might be too much. Yeah. So I selected some who I liked um the the personality too i think most is also very important yeah a board of advisors yeah and and um to also yeah find your way of doing things as well mm. i i knew that there are so many people who has better reason to do the trip to the south pole much more than me like like I said, I, I haven't <laughs> skied like twice a year, maybe when I was younger. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how to glide my skis. I I don't like the cold. <laughs> There's <laughs> I just bought my tent some years ago, my first one. It's uh, it's there's so many people who could have done it, and if I can do it, then you can do it. <laughs> but you have the courage. I have the courage, and if there's someone who feels that they have the courage and don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm and give me a call, I will help. And there will be some people who don't want to help. And mm -hmm. I think that's important to say as well, because um, it, it was tough for me because I didn't know. I, I work in my day-to-day -day life. And there's not too much criticism and, mm -hmm. and harsh words. Um, so it was, I, th I thought that everyone would be cheering, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but they then, weren't. There weren't, and I think it's important to say it's not. It's okay for me. There are some so many more people just cheering on me, right? Mm -hmm. But um, to deal with that and 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 turn it into something good instead of letting it break you down, mm -hmm. because some of the first people that I told about so Paul <laughs> were trying to make me talk me out of it. Okay. Yeah. So, to so my 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 answer to your question is keep keep the goal and mm. keep it to your heart so that no one can break it take keep it. the flame burning yes and keep putting in more um, wood yeah, <laughs> so yeah, the fire yeah. gets bigger <laughs> from the right people yeah mm. any learning points from this expedition that you'd like to share the iPod when you have when the Spotify stops working after a month <laughs> yeah. you change to iPod and the iPod needs a sleeping bag <laughs> <laughs> Because it won't work in the cold. <laughs> iPod needs its own sleeping bag. Yes, preferably. That's a good learning point. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and the other learning point to be a little bit more serious is that willpower is more important than um, ski and tent skills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Pure willpower. Pure willpower is what's going to take you to your goal. Mm. That's a good advice mm. to everyone with experience, but without courage <laughs> <laughs> to go to the South Pole. Yeah. <laughs> Any plans to release a book, a documentary, or do some lectures? Yeah, lectures I like. Yeah? Yes, I love to share the things that I know. You should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like, um, um, I've done some uh, lectures in... Uh, my work as well. I work as a um, dental hygienist for people with dental fear. Okay. So fear is something I've been feeling a lot about. So I can come to you with my dental fear. Yes, you can. And we can treat it. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure therapy. We can go to South Pole. <laughs> no, Fantastic. No. <laughs> no teeth down there. But um, it's about like, I found it to be interesting because um, I've been afraid a lot. Mm. And this last two months and some was for good reasons which is life or death yeah and some are made up in my mind but the the fear response in the body is the same whether it is an actual danger or if it is the dentist mm -hmm. or if it's a needle or if it's a spider or whatever so um i feel like even though i'm not afraid of teeth or the dental um People, I, I still feel like I got to know my patients a little bit better just by feeling more fear. So it's such a ah, horrible feeling. It you is. really, really want to get out of it. So if you do listen to your body and get out of it, it's, you get the reward. Yeah. Uh, and it keeps you from doing things that can be good for you. So Gives you freedom. Yes. It, and it's so important to challenge the, the fear, I find. So, uh, yes, that was a, <laughs> something else. But I think uh, to teach and learn uh, more uh, about that to others, mm -hmm. that would be great. Um, and for the rest, we'll just have to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been home for like less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just came home. Yeah. We're approaching the end of this episode, but uh, we would like to ask you some questions that we give every guest in our podcast. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I hope so. So, who are your heroes? Oh, I have two heroes. Two heroes. Three heroes. Three heroes. Can I have three? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, Pippi Longstocking, yeah. who came with me to the South Pole. And that is because we share a um, quote of life. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, it's not so good in English, but um, her motto is, I haven't tried that before, so I'll probably be good at it. That's a great quote. Yeah. So and this is from Astrid Lindgren, yes. the famous Swedish writer. Correct. Uh, and she's so so fearless and 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 yeah, I think a, a good uh, role model for younger girls, the strongest girl in the world she is <laughs> actually. And the other one is uh, probably at this point Liv Arnesen, which is um, the first woman who ever skied to the South Pole solo, which yeah. is a Norwegian. And she wrote the book um, that's called. Good girls don't go to the South Pole, and I saw the title and I was 
very, it made me feel a lot of things. And then she said, read the last page. And on the last page, it says, good girls go wherever they want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's an inspiration to me. And the last one is my dad for teaching me from a very early age that uh, life is only as fun as we make it ourselves. Great, great <laughs> heroes. Yeah. Uh, and what's your favorite Norona products right now, beside the jacket? Oh, must be the sleeping bag at this moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's not out yet, so maybe we have we to... We just have to wait for it. Yeah, uh, but the mittens, the, the Arctic mittens have really saved my my hands. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, many, many products. <laughs> <laughs> what are your best tips and tricks to create nature experiences in our everyday life? Oh, that would be definitely commute to to take uh, your feet or your bike mm. or something like that to and from your workspace. Yeah. Um, I think that if we travel not so fast as in a car, like if we walk and take it a little bit more slowly, then we uh, we experience more on the way than if we mm. just drive through through everything. It's better. Which international celebrity would you like to invite on your next trip? <laughs> Hmm. Who would that be? Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> so he could run and I could walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Tom Hanks is probably a good <laughs> It's a good one. Good one to talk to on yeah. the way he you know he he did the castaway. Yeah. He was uh, stuck alone as well. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. he probably knows. All the things His that goes on in the mind. He went down and he was alone on an island. Yeah, and he got friend with a ball. And I got <laughs> yeah. friend with Pippi. So we share things. <laughs> you share things. <laughs> Now that you have uh, this kind of platform to reach out to others, is there anything special you would like to say? I really like the the one my dad says because I think a lot of us, we are so comfortable in our own life. Mm. We, and, and, and life is, uh, you know... Our car can be warm before we even get to it. You can yeah. do it via apps. Modern technology. Modern technology makes us lazy mm -hmm. and also so comfortable. And after being very uncomfortable <laughs> for a long, long time now, <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy those things. <laughs> But I also have been home for less than a week and already starting to take things for granted again. Mm. So... It's not it's not a luxury to be warm, and <laughs> it was for a very long time for me. And I think it's in those contrasts uh, with the the harsh and the tough yeah. to as a contrast to the the very very good and comfortable. That's a good way to live. Yeah. Um, make contrasts. Make contrasts because then you get a more uh, emotions in your life and if you think about the days throughout your life that you remember it's the ones with the biggest emotions like mm. your wedding day or the day that you lost someone or or went to the south pole <laughs> i'm going to talk about that for a long time so if we create more of those memories um then life will be uh, more fulfilling i think thank you so much hadwig <laughs> thanks for having me it was a pleasure <laughs> and we look forward to listen to your lectures and hope to see you soon again. Yeah, you will. <laughs>
Norona podcast is published by the Norwegian outdoor company Norona Sport. Norona has been producing premium outdoor products since 1929. Check out our clothes, backpacks, tents, sleeping bags and skis on our website norona.com. There you will also find more inspiring stories about our rich history, the expeditions we have participated in, our ambassadors and our ambitions in sustainability. Thank you for listening to Norona Podcast. We really appreciate it. And welcome to nature. Thank you.